Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And me, Tony. I'm back. He's back since July. It's been July 2014. Good Mm. God. Yes, yes. What have you been up to? Um... Absolutely, I don't know. Bugger all. <laughs> 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 just trying to think of a polite thing to say there. If I knew you were going to ask me that question, I would have had a whole dossier of things I could have told you. We just got you out of the box, <laughs> gave, you, gave you a quick line and off you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I simply wasn't Got prepared. the foot pump out and away. Exactly. <laughs> In case right. of emergency, yeah. break glass. There we are, break glass. Emergency Tony, here we go. Okay, everybody. So um, as we've been building up to for the last few weeks, we're going to be doing a commentary for the Gunfighters. Uh, this is what we're doing, episodes one and two. Um, but another reason as well, this is our, actually our fourth anniversary of the podcast. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. 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 I'm thinking my eye. Moment. Sorry. Moment. Yes, I can't believe we've been doing this for four years now. Um, well, three in times, guys. Three in times, yes. <laughs> it doesn't even equal <laughs> that, does it? <laughs> yes, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I can't believe we actually managed to keep this crap going for four years, actually. <laughs> we can't believe it. How about the least? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, if we did, so to celebrate, we thought we'd do a commentary for the gunfighters, for crying out loud. <laughs> we thought, yeah, let's, let's do something that celebrates our level. <laughs> yes, indeed. So here we go, here we go. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Interesting. You looking forward to this one, Tom? Um, mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's damning, damning the faint praise, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Crikey. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's... Uh... Intrigue me that way. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you're armed with your usual facts? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Excellent. Good man, good man. Um, so what we're going to try and do, I think we've done for the last, was it the last commentary we did? The last two commentaries? <laughs> it was so long well, ago last, now. Last two, I think. Last two, yeah. We're trying to uh, sort of bring you some actual sort of facts on the day of the broadcast, oh, original yes, broadcast. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, yes. That, oh, good, good. We're, we're well and truly armed with facts as well. So, um, so we're not actually going to do any news this week either. We just thought we'd just get stuck straight into the commentary. Um, mainly because there's not a lot to talk about, really, is there? So, no. yeah, so we'll just get s- stuck right into it. Okay. So, we're going to kick off with episode one, which has got the tagline, A Holiday for the Doctor. Yes, there we go. So, we're going to press play on episode one in... Oh, hang on a minute. We haven't got anyone ready at home yet, have we? I'm straight in pressing play. I mean, come on. Are you ready at home, everybody? Yes. De- yes. Okay, well, your DVDs and your iPads or whatever you've got. Have you got your beer in reach? Yes, yes we have been drinking prior it. to this podcast we as well. We have, so. Paul hasn't. No. <laughs> what a shame. He can't reach, he can't reach his beer. Four <laughs> years and I still haven't worked out how to get a beer in my hand. <laughs> okay, well, me and Tone are fine, actually. So, ah, there we are. Lovely, delicious, life-giving alcohol. Okay, then, we're going to press play on episode one. Aren't there any painkillers on the TARDIS? In five, four, three, two, one, and play. And off we go. Here we are. Right, now, this episode was first broadcast on the 30th of April, (laughs) 1966. Um, Now, Tone, how many million viewers did this one get? I didn't write that down. No, your guess. You'll, you do a guess. That's oh, yeah. all it's been. Oh, yeah, you forgot. You have that. to have a guess. Oh, oh, I see. How many million viewers? I would say 2.7. Ooh, 6.5. Oh, it's probably more popular than I thought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. And here we go. The first instance of the Ballad of the Last Chance Saloon. Ah, uh, yep, yep. First Gladys, of course. Yes. Yes. Uh, Linda Barron, to Linda everyone Barron. who doesn't know that's, that's, that's who Nurse Gladys is. Or Captain Rack from um, Enlightenment, Doctor Who story. Oh, really? Did yes. you do that as well? Yes. Well, I know. Ah. Oh, dear. Jensen. Yeah, this isn't very well regarded, this story, is it? I'm, I'm not surprised, <laughs> to be fair. This Last Chance Saloon ballad does get on your wit come the end, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it does on mine, anyway. Come, come the end of which episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fed up with it already. You know what impresses me? Like, the American I, accents? No, no, a little, no, a little known fact about the Clayton brothers. Or Clanton the, brothers. Clanton brothers. Oh, no, Are you sure you've watched brothers? this prior yeah, to the recording? They, they spent many happy happy years in London. You know, they did. 
Like Where's yeah. London? Oh, well, <laughs> We're think, somewhere their accent. Think, think, think back to the old Smith and Jones. Uh, oh, right, sketch. okay. Remember the old Nazi generals? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's where they picked the accent up from, obviously. <laughs> They're American anyway, aren't they, obviously? Oh, obviously Americans. Of course they are. You know, They've spent many years in London and, uh, you know, England, London. This is not so much reverse the polarity as reverse the Dick Van Dyke, is it? It is, isn't it? <laughs> oh, there's some quality oh, Dick yeah, Van Dyke yeah. accents yeah, on yeah, here. Absolutely. Crikey. Especially no. seeing one of the things that was when they first started production of this was that we've got to get the accents right. Because they didn't or, get that remit, no, did they? No, no, obviously not. Have you seen the um, the story? Well, you, you can't see much of the story preceding this because um, it's the celestial toy maker. Have you, have you seen the episode leading up to this one, where he, he um, the doctor oh, breaks his tooth, and you think he'd sort of like. Bitten into a, a, a sweet with acid in it, the way Hartnell acts. It's, it's like this big, oh, like that. And he sort of collapses and then it goes into a, a close up on the sweets on the floor. Is there an episode that survived then, is it? Yeah. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah, and, it, and then it leads into this. Ah. So basically, this is why the doctor's looking for a dentist because he oh, broke see, his yeah. tooth on the sweet, uh, given to him by a Billy Bunt type character oh, really? and the oh, celestial right. toy maker. Ah. Right, I'll do the first fact that. Uh... Go on, then. Right, okay. Also on this evening, in fact, just after this, was Dixon of Doc Green, which uh, featured uh, grizzled actor George Sewell as Bellamy, a convicted murderer. He always played a bad guy, George he Sewell, did. didn't he? As all detectives. Until he was in UFO, oh, no, of no, course. No, but good heavens, no, he was in um, Special Branches, wasn't he? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. He was a copper in that, wasn't he? Ah, oh, now, this, this is a, a, a moment's occasion. You've got Shane Rimmer and David Graham. Both did voices for Thunderbirds. Oh, did they? David Graham did Parker and Brains, and Shane Rimmer was Scott that, Tracy. Oh, David Graham. Which one is he? The bartender. Mm. Charlie. Really? Yeah. Good God, he does, and also he does, one of the voices of the Daleks as well. He does, he does Daddy Pig as well. Daddy Pig and... Oh, uh, Peppa Pig, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 What's, what's the other one? Um, oh, he, he's, he's in Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom as well. Oh, he's doing that yeah, as well? He, uh, he played Father Christmas in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool, yeah. Whatever, the thing is, know. even Shane Rimmer's struggled with the American accent, and he's Canadian, for God's sake. So you thought you'd <laughs> get fairly in? close. Which one's he's Canadian, in? isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. Which one's he, then? Not necessarily sure. Uh, one of the Canadian, sideburns Canadian sitting Canadian friends would, would take right. the fact that you should be able to do an American accent, he's Canadian. You should be able to. And he can't, even he can't seem to do one either. David Graham. So peculiar. Oh, dear. You look like... <laughs> Look, you walked out a Toy Story. It's Woody and the Cowgirl one, isn't it? Oh. Dear, oh dear. Should we do some uh, what was on the telly? What was on the telly? What was on the telly? Just in case of... <laughs> right. Okay, now, Doctor Who, uh, it was on at 1750 on set. It was quite late, actually, wasn't it? Was it? Oh. Yeah, it's quite late. Um, now, after that, 1815, Tony... Alluded to earlier, Dixon the Dot Green. That's right. With the um, episode called Manhunt. And then um, at 7 o'clock, we had The Western. Yeah. The Saturday Night Western. It was Bell Star's daughter. Starred um, George Montgomery, Rod Cameron, Ruth Roman. Whoever the, I don't oh, know who that is. Um, at uh, 2025, The Norman Vaughan Show. Oh, Norman Vaughan. Yeah. Norman Vaughan. Um, that featured uh, Russ Conway and Ronnie Hilton. Um, Arthur Worsley, the Malcolm Clare dancers, the Mike Sam singers, remember them, uh, Alan Ainsworth and his orchestra. How very safe and boring. It is, oh. isn't it? Oh, at 2110, the Dick Van Dyke show, as we just <laughs> said. Oh, bless me old boots, Governor. <laughs> God, blow me real tough and no mistaken. <laughs> uh, at uh, 2135, the news and sport. Then at 2150, the troubleshooters, with an episode called Is That Tiger Man? Um, that star Robert Hardy, Jeffrey Keane, and Ray Barrett. Robert Hardy. Mm. Uh, this sounds great. At twenty two forty, Club Night, <laughs> which featured, uh, which was from the Offerton Palace Theatre Club, introduced by Johnny Hackett, presenting the Baron Knights, Barbara oh, Law, Derek they Dean, the Chris Hamilton going. Three, Christine and Mole, and Marion Halton. Fantastic. And then at uh, twenty three twenty five, the weather and close down. Closed down. Do you remember that? Closed yeah, down. closed down. Oh, I mean. <sighs> actually, when they actually ran out of programmes, they actually admitted it rather than just... <laughs> oh, that was one of the days. Oh, dear. 
Uh, some more classic. Anyway, back to Doctor Who. Anyway, that's <laughs> I'm actually even attempting an American accent here. I just don't... No, no, it's very loose, isn't it? I'm <laughs> sorry. Right, would you like the, uh, the Hartnell Fact Freaks episode? Right, Go on, get other, it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, okay. And this one, uh, well, in fact, across the board here. So, uh, Hartnell refused to participate in this serial unless descendants of the original builders of Tombstone were flown over to create an exact replica at the BBC Studios. It was very exacting, was it? Was, yeah, it was very exacting. Yeah. yeah. Quite the method actor, I must have said. I must he say. was. Yeah. I actually don't mind the set for this. I don't. This was um, one of Barry Newbury's, wasn't yeah, it? Which we said, talked yeah. about a few weeks ago because he sadly passed away. So this is one of his sets. It is very good, actually. It had some very interesting camera angles. It does. Yeah. Which actually is a feature because we said this about when we did Brain of Morbius, the many different camera angles of the set. So he obviously does build his sets to to allow the cameras to go move about a bit more freely, and yeah. you get some interesting boom shots and things like that, yeah. which you do get later on. Actually, there's still a few people alive from this episode, isn't there? You know what I mean? Huh? Yeah. Or Peter Purvis for one. Oh, Peter Purvis. Couple, couple Shane Rimmer's still alive. David Graham's still alive. David Graham's right. He certainly is. He's got to be in his eighties by now. Well, David Graham's doing Parker in, the, in that new Thunderbird series. He's oh, he's he? come back he's to do Parker. Yeah. Oh, excellent stuff. Do I prefer these little notebooks here? Because uh, before, it's a big um, yeah, A4 yeah, action. Yeah, it turns now down to pocket-sized notes. Oh, yeah, He's got for the podcast. Facts. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I said five notebooks for one pounds in uh, Poundland in Elton High Street. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. No expense spared on our podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. As you can tell, folks, there's not a lot happening at the moment. That's why we're talking about Tone's notebooks. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, of course. Now, Doc Holiday here, um, without a, a sign of his tuberculosis. Oh, he coughs. He does later on, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit of a cough. Ah, yes. I felt compelled to read about the history of the OK Corral and the actual the characters, the real character of Doc Holiday. Well, didn't you then? I did. Oh, you did? I did. Go on then. I felt compelled to. Yeah. But you just can't remember. Interesting reading. <laughs> Don't ask me any facts about it, but it was very oh. interesting. Something about the low-key corrals, Burt Lancaster and Kurt Douglas. Joe, I had no idea that he was a dentist in real life until I read it the other day. I was, you know. Nor did I, because I thought it was just some sort of thing just to work in the fact that the doctor needs his tooth fixed. So he's also a doc as well. Oh, so, mm-hmm. But do you think that's what it was when they wrote that episode, though? They thought... We need a dentist. Now go through history. History, history. yes. <laughs> Dentists in history. <laughs> oh, that's how the actual story developed. <laughs> Could have picked that one that uh, Laurence Olivier plays in Marathon Man, couldn't <laughs> Is it safe? <laughs> Actually, this is the most unlikely romance, though. Between the uh, the showgirl and Doc Holliday, he's, he looks like he's old enough to be a grandfather. Oh, that's, yeah. Was that the way of the world back then? Was it, Paul? Certainly was. Uh, I, I think. I think. You're it seems to be. I think. I think. Well, you approved of by it looks like that time. Well, as, as you get older, you find that more appealing. <laughs> <laughs> the possibility that it could happen more appealing. Um. Quite a country and western shirt, actually. Paul, I've, I've noticed. You know, it's got that kind of uh, western feel to it. Actually, I've got to say, I've got to yeah. say, the, the I thought he was going to mention the chaps, but <laughs> oh, the, the, ch- the chaps, of course. No, I had to mention the Doctor comes with Doctor Caligari. There's not many Doctor Who um, stories you get a reference to a German uh, ho- uh, expressionist horror film. Oh yeah, it's a silent movie. Yes, Do- the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Oh, I heard of that. Yeah. Oh. Right, talking of uh, dark and evilness and stuff like that. Yeah. And horror. Right. On this day, the Church of Satan was established at the aptly named Black House in San Francisco. The weather that day was most tenebrous. Is that a true fact? It is a true fact. It's it a true yeah, fact. Actually, I saw that wow. They're all true facts, of course, including the Hartnell ones. <laughs> <laughs> 
But these are actual true facts. And including their moustaches. Yeah. Okay, that's as we got another yet another rendition of the the, 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 the last chance alone. Should I give you the uh, the chart rundown? Please do. The yes, 30th of April. Do. Okay, just the top ten. Just the top ten. Uh, number ten. Um, it was Alfie Silla Black. Okay. Number nine. I'll put a spell on you. The Alan Price set. At uh, number eight, Pied Piper Crispian St Peter's. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. Uh, number seven, The Sound of Silence, The Bachelors. Oh, they did it. Uh, number six, Daydream, The Loving Spoonful. Yep. Number five, Hold Tight, Dave D. Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch. Oh, um, number four, Bang Bang, Share. I think that was the sound of a bottom, oh, bottom implants exploding, I think, now. actually. Um, number three, um, somebody help me, the Spencer Davis group. Oh, somebody, somebody. Number two, Pretty Flamingo, Manfred Mann. And number one, Jack you Bruce. don't have to say you love me, Dusty Springfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Is that a tooth or a dead cow we've got hanging outside? <laughs> <That's there? funny. laughs> it's a tooth from a dead cow. It's not mumbling, Tony. Tony's looking for facts. No, no, I'm looking for facts. I don't know. I'll just... Uh... Oh, we can say who was born this day. Right, OK. Born this day, Jeff Brown, Canadian ice hockey player. There you go. And died this day, Richard Farina, American author and singer. Also died this day, Prince Frederick of Prussia. Oh, the yeah. son of Prince Wilhelm of Germany. Oh, Ooh. that is good. We do like to add, though, we mean the 30th of April, 1966, not the day yes, we're recording. Yes. <laughs> it died on this day. <laughs> the day this went out. Oh, dear. It's a bit naughty for Doctor Who 1966, wasn't it? It was. No, that's the 60s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything 60s. goes. So, uh, what happened in the football, Paul? Oh. Yes, yeah, football. You're going to give the football. Oh, I can if you like. <laughs> you can see we're well prepared and rehearsed. And uh... <laughs> who's more, who's more prepared then? He's got oh. seventy five sheets there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got about one notebook. Two what, notebooks, what, what, what result? Any particular result you want? Let's have the West Ham one. West Ham one. Yeah, there we go. Ah, surprisingly, a very good victory. Wow. Well. West Ham beat Manchester United 3 2. Good God. I want the goal scorers as well. Who were the goal scorers? Uh, Burn and two for Hurst. Oh, Don't go into too much detail. Burn. This must be a Doctor Who podcast. Just read out the results. Go through it quickly. No, no, I've got a full match. <laughs> <laughs> full match analysis. Here we go. And Millwall won that day as well, if I'm not mistaken. Did they? Yes. <laughs> oh, the score there. Oh, right, go on then. Rust the, the papers. Rust the papers. Ah, uh, they beat Swansea Town 1 0. 1 0. Who are known as Swansea City these days, of course. They are indeed. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's probably because Swansea's become a city in the meantime. Yes. <laughs> I would ascertain that too. Anyway, at this point of the story, the doctor is in, in the dentist chair at Doc Holiday's uh, dentist. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. And a nice bit of overacting there for William Hartnell to have a tooth extracted. <laughs> But I must, I must agree with that, Phil. It's a good set. You know what I mean? It is good. Yeah. That's another thing, though. You should see Doc Holliday at the gambling table. He's, he's a notorious gambler. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's renowned for. Well, he's, he, he's, he well, the whole point is he's trying to stay away from the Clantons, isn't oh, he? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I've the... seen him pick up a card yet. How about a little fancy shooting? Oh. <laughs> So the fact that it switches to that switches angle. that camera, yeah, exactly, yeah. Ah. On this day, oh, this guy's brilliant. Actually, he's the, the, the Ike. Was it? I think he's it Ike Clanton. Where's Curry accent? So you got the least convincing. Oh, not you two. Couple broke back mountain. <laughs> now this was the future back then, right? So the regular hovercraft service begins over the English Channel between Ramsgate and Calais. On this day. Was that Hoverloids by any chance? Uh, no idea. No, that Do you remember Hoverloid? Who are they? Mm. It was, it was massive uh, hovercrafts with four propellers on the top. 
used oh, to direct them. Yeah. Juice come out of Ramsgate, didn't they? Do you remember? Oh. And it was so much the future, it was discontinued in the year 2000. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Concord. Oh. It's a conspiracy. Yes. This was written for Jackie Lane to be the singer. And why uh, Dodo? Oh right. <laughs> you do remember seeing Dodo in the War Machines, don't you? Tell them the mysterious disappeared halfway through the story. <laughs> halfway through yeah, the story, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you wrote the reason why she left. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> you lifted the lids on the truth that, of why that, she left Doctor right. Who. Re- refresh my memory. I can't. Because um, I can't remember either. Oh, it's only four years ago, that one. It was so you, controversial that uh, I blanked it in my mind. So why didn't she sing it then? Because they actually heard her sing. Ah. Uh, okay. If, so you, pick, if you actually oh, listen to the, the commentary that comes with the DVD, Peter Purvis spends most of his time complaining about the fact he doesn't like this because he had to sing. <laughs> or he had to sing in a... In, He's complaining! <laughs> in a... In a in a, a sing that wasn't in the right key for him. Oh, God, how lovely ah, is that? Yeah. Talking of boxing, tonight's boxing is from the uh, St James Hall, Newcastle, featuring Maurice Callan, who was the uh, British lightweight champion, versus the Trinidadian, Johnny DePizia, with commentary from Harry Carpenter, of course. Oh, good old Harry Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. Got it fresh and down. Caterer friendly. <laughs> See if you can find my combine harvester. <laughs> I dropped the keys in some old manure somewhere. I'm not rushing through too many facts here. I'm, I, I, it's still, how much have we got left in time? Not too long, actually. They're very too short long. episode. They're about 22 minutes each, aren't yeah. they, or something? Do you want to have an idea of what the gig guide you could have been going to see? Oh, I see what we, oh, we could have seen tonight. Yeah, come on. Third fact, pronounced 66. We could have seen. You could have gone to see John Miles Blues Breakers with oh, yeah, Eric Clapton. Yeah. At the all-nighter, doing the all-nighter club at the Flamingo Solo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Could have seen Roy Alberston and the Walker Brothers at the Bournemouth Winter Gardens. <laughs> hey! Yes. <laughs> for those. You got right. any of this one? Oh, yes, I certainly have. And also, you could, could have seen a popular beat combo, Jazz Board, who were digging <laughs> at the uh, Bede College, County Durham. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. Jazz Board. <laughs> nice. Oh. The Who played them. the Chempsford Corn Exchange. Oh, okay. And Jeffro Toll were at the Peppermint Lounge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> crikey. Sound that. I don't know Jeffro Toll would be going that long. Mm. Oh, no, it wasn't Jeffro Toll. Was it Jeffro Toll? I thought it was John Evans Smash or something like that at that time. Oh, it was around then. Mm. Well, I didn't know that. Oh, staying on the subject of music, I'll throw the last one in now. Go on. Because uh, it's, it's near the end anyway. Uh, in, in, there's a lot, a lot happening, to be honest. In this there? week's uh, Disco Music Echo, it reports that Heartthrob DJ Dave Cash has quit Pirate Radio Station, Radio London. Doesn't what? say why. Doesn't say where he went to either. No, no. He's just obviously and, uh, angry at something. Uh, jump ship, obviously. Obviously. Yes. Uh, I'm beginning to wonder why the hell did we pick this story to do a commentary for? We haven't spoken about it at all, have we? <laughs> well, yeah. Much to talk about, really, isn't there? I suppose we should do, really. Yeah. See, so this is this is just It's so much exposition and long wind getting to the bloody plot. It... That he'd just stand there and have a gun put on him. He wouldn't. This is a comedy, isn't it? He's meant yeah. to be plays a comedy, oh, yes, and it's yes. not oh, very I'll funny. I noticed that myself, actually. Yeah. Well, it sort of gets. Well, I was going to say caught between two stools, but it's two bar stools, obviously. No, it gets, <laughs> but it doesn't actually even do that, does it? It, it doesn't. doesn't. No, it's it doesn't. Not, it's just not. Oh dear. And not pay either. No, exactly. <laughs> More to the point. Oh, yeah, that's a good it's point. no wonder he had to turn to the gambling, ain't he? He was charging his customers <laughs> for his dentistry. <laughs> the worst dentist ever. Right, that, that Clanton suit seems to come from the east end of London. 
No one comes from the, from the West Country. You're seeing here now. Who just nipped Peter Purvis in the scrotum then? <laughs> Shep. <laughs> Petra. It was Petra with Peter Purvis. <laughs> And a key of G. But I like C. (laughs) (laughs) So is this actually, um, is she singing here? No. No. So it's dubbed as well, is it? No, no. Peter Purvis sings it. Oh, no, I thought she had done a little bit of singing as well. No, no. Ah, no. ah yes. As if it's not bad enough that they have to have it going through the whole thing. They, they make have to two, two of the leads singing it as, as well. well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's lucky that Dodo can play the piano, isn't it? <laughs> and Peter Purvis later on. Yeah, oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. Here's a loon. So if I was the Clantons there, I'd shoot them now for giving such a rotten <laughs> performance. And that, folks, is the end of the bloody episode. That is it. That was swift. Crikey. <laughs> it's leaving us in the peril of actually having to listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that was actually a cliffhanger, would you, really? So they no. got quite got the hang of it back then, had they? Sort of will, the, uh... will, will, will he know all the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> Will she hit a duff note? <laughs> Join us next week. <laughs> I bet the audience back then couldn't wait to find out what happened, could they? Crikey. That got 6.5 million viewers. My God. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. Obviously. Well, it's open. We can actually talk a bit, a bit more about the episode, but we've got more facts and oh, stuff yeah, yeah. for the next oh, episode too, haven't we? notebooks here. <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay, everybody. We'll be back in episode two. Why not all that settle down to a nice game of chance? Okay, everyone, we're going to press play in episode two, which is subtitles, Don't Shoot the Pianist, in five, four, three, two, one, and play. Am I right in thinking, Mr. Cannon, that uh, that these are the last of the individually titled episodes? Is that right? Um, it is. Say? I think it is, actually, yes. Uh, yes. Oh, they just become episode one yes. or... Part one, didn't they? After yeah. This? Ah. Now, this one was released on the 7th of May, 1966. Um, the viewer's tone, your guess. Oh, right, in that case, you can see it was similar to the last one. I'll say 5.9. 6.6. It was up on ah. last week. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Well, obviously, appealed to some people. <laughs> yeah. And he's still going. Still singing. They can't be enjoying this, surely. No, you'd think they'd be at gunpoint, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be Stephen and Dodo holding them at gunpoint while they play to them. That's the worst opponent impression I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know, I'm to do these in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the white-eared elephant. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, wait, I'll just do that my trousers. Yeah. All right. Okay, first fact of the day. Here we go. go on. Oh, crawl straight in, Tone. Wow. Oh, Get yeah, in. No, go, there's go. There's plenty of facts, isn't there? Right. Today, on this this evening, well, in fact, no, late afternoon, whatever, a new children's TV serial started today, Quick Before They Catch Us. So I'm Pam, Pamela Franklin, Teddy Green and David Griffin, about three teenage amateur sleuths in swinging London. David Griffin? Yeah. If it's the same David Griffin, he was the one who played Wing Commander Clive, what's my call it, in Heidi High, one, the guy who replaced um, Simon Cadell. If it's the same David Griffin. It could be. Yeah. I yeah. think it's an IMDb moment. And he was... It followed the monsters. Did it? Which followed this ah. on the day. Oh, I see. So, so it was late afternoon kind of action. I tell you, it was 20 to 7. 20 to 7? Well, quick before they catch us. Yeah. Well, I never... <laughs> well, we're going to have another long, interminable version of the Battle of the Last Chance Saloon again now, aren't we? Oh, should, we should we just have what was on the telly? It's actually, it's actually described, oh, just... that, that quick before we catch, it's actually described as a meeting of three young people, a discovery, and an unknown visitor. Ooh. 
Intriguing. Now, sorry, Doctor Who was on again at uh, ten to six on BBC One on this on the seventh of May sixty six. But I have to say, Jukebox Jury was on at yes. past five. I, 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 I know yeah. where you're going. Yes, oh, damn, I yeah. like that one as well. Uh, Gun- Hutton, don't know who that is. <laughs> Lulu, Georgie Fame, and Spike Milligan. Oh, wow. That's right. Okay, so uh, yes, as we were alluded to, at, um, uh, I think we give this as a miss, don't we? This, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, eighteen fifteen was the monsters. Uh, eighteen forty, quick before the catchers, we just said. Uh, theme song by Monty Norman, though. Mm. For quick, yes. Um, oh, who's Monty Norman? The James Bond theme. Oh, him. Yes. Oh, right. uh, five past seven was the Dick Van Dyke show. Gold Lover Duck and all that. Gold Blimey Governor. At uh, half past seven was the Western. This week was White Feather, mm. uh, which featured uh, Robert Wagner and Deborah Paget, with uh, John Lund and Geoffrey Hunter, who was Captain Christopher Pike ah, in, yeah, in the uh, pilot episode of uh, Star yeah. Trek. Of course. Uh, Twenty-one past ten. Uh, um, Twenty-one ten, I should say. The Black and White oh, Minstrel, Minstrel Show. show. Yes. Oh dear. It's, it's it's definitely we're definitely going back in time, here, aren't, aren't we? we? Aren't we indeed? Um, yeah, the news at five to ten that at uh, ten oh, past ten past ten was the troubleshooters. For reasons. <laughs> We're not talking about that for the obvious reasons. Yeah. Come on, you're talking over the TV schedules here, guys. Oh, Come sorry, on, sorry, yeah. the oh, troubleshooters. Uh, then at twenty three hundred club nights, which featured this week Roy Castle, Eddie Calvert, Jack Platts, the Dolce Vitas, Chancel and Claire, and Marion Halton again. And at 23.45, the weather and close down. Close down you missed again. that. The most important thing about club night was from the Offerton Palace Theatre Club. Ah. ah. Now, the interesting thing is Match of the Day was on, but it was on BBC Two. It certainly was. Mm. Yes. yes. So Mr. Walton Holmes. Anyway, back to the action. That bloody oh, yeah. song's finished, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Doctor Who's on, isn't it? <laughs> the right word. And that's a Canadian man there, isn't it? Yes. Scott oh. Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> there was absolutely no attempt at an American accent there, was there? Absolutely none. How could no one see Doc Holliday standing on the stairs there? That Napoleon impression not getting any better, mate. That's like someone thought it was a bust of Napoleon on the mantelpiece. <laughs> That's why they didn't see him. <laughs> You got a William Hartnell fact there, Tone. Oh yes, yes, it's in the other book. This <laughs> <laughs> is a bit like Max Miller. Do you want one from the white book or one from the blue book? <laughs> Max Miller, there's one for the kids. Oh, just a short and sweet one. But um, William Hartnell insisted that uh, Peter Purvis and Jackie Lane learn to play barroom piano like a virtuoso, otherwise he walked. I can imagine that, you know. You know what I mean? As we yeah, said, very, fussy, very demanding. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. See, even he's disapproving of the age gap. (laughs) He is, isn't he? There. This is like a some sort of bedroom farce play written by Ray oh, yeah, Cooney yeah. or something like that, isn't oh, it? It's just... oh, oh, um, no sex, please, we're British. Yeah, that's it. Any moment now, one of the... No American accents, or... please, we're yeah. British. <laughs> 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 a pair of trousers accidentally fall down in front of the vicar in a minute, aren't they? Here's an interesting fact about uh, John Mayles Blues Breakers. Mm. Now, I don't know if you've got this fact, Paul, but uh, apparently... If there's a link to this tone, it's bloody tenuous, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. This week's Beano is the one that Eric Clapton is holding on the cover of the John Mayles oh, Blues Oh, OK. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, very true. And if, and, if you've, and if you wanted to get that in and go out and see them, you could go to the Ram Jam Club, Brixton, tonight. Ah. Ram Jam Club. Well, you might first, if you're in America, go and see Jefferson Airplane, the Fillmore. Ah, oh, yeah. Of course. Is that the Fillmore West or East? 
I wasn't quite sure actually on this one. I, didn't, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't the west get coast. It's got to be west. Got to be west. Yeah. Ah. So you've got the interesting camera angles again there. Back to the action. Now, that guy's stutter only started in episode two. He didn't have it in episode one, did he? Yeah. Oh, he's just saying someone shot. That's why. I mean, it's shock, can't it? Obviously, <laughs> that's probably not. We haven't really gone into much about the actors in this, have we, really? No, I've got to more. see what we can find on... Uh, John Alderson, who played uh, Wyatt Earp. Now, he died in 2006, actually. He was, um, he said he was a British-born actor. Um, noted for playing the lead in 1957 to 58 television series Boots and Saddles. Yeah, in America. Mm. Yeah, I read about it. Yes. Yeah. Um, From County Durham, isn't it? Is he really? Yeah. That's right. He was in Gunsmoke as well, this guy. Gunsmoke, yeah, yeah. he's been about. Yep. Oh, yeah, Mission nice. Impossible. There was Bonanza. Crikey. Have gun, will travel. It's all the westerns my dad used to watch when he was a kid. Actually, oh. Crikey. is it the David Griffin? Then there's another. Oh, I haven't looked because yeah. he's not in this, is he? Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's you a know, fair point. Look, he's got another young woman in his in, in the bedroom. Is oh, this? Yeah. Well, like cock holiday, isn't it? Cock holiday. He's got him queuing up. This <laughs> 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 is the days before we have Viagra. <laughs> Obviously. NSTV, <laughs> Now, my clothes fall off. And, <laughs> <laughs> and if I was an Irishman, I'd call him Fock Holiday. Do you have any idea how old... You call him what? No. <laughs> what? No. Who won't go there? I. Okay. Anyway. Do we have any idea how actually old Anthony, Anthony Jacobs was when this was filmed? So we keep saying about the old man. No, no. Elle I wasn't. don't know. I don't know. Oh, no, we don't know. It was a general no, idea to, to the person that was looking at Well, there's actually back. no link off Wikipedia for Anthony oh. Jacobs, so we don't know. Shame. <coughs> were, you, were you alluding to some sort of Gaelic alternative to the word doc well, yes. earlier on? Beginning of F, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to sort of go back because, as you know, we don't swear on this podcast exactly. to that that's, ex- that's why to it's that extent. Exceedingly careful where I said it. Exceedingly careful. We've had to edit you before, sir. So. Oh, no. And another question. Yeah. Was Linda Barron actually a singer? Or was it just that she was around and they asked I, her to I've sing? I've tried to find out a bit more about what she did in the 60s. I can't find anything what she did prior more to... to the point, well, how did she look in the 60s? Um, than... Not that much different no, to what like, she did it's in... Um, it's a bit thinner, obviously, oh. but... Well, it's only about 10 years, ain't it? It is, it's really. Not even that, yeah. is it? It's actually probably what she did in the 50s might be more appropriate. Well, yeah. How old is she, for Christ's sake? Well, I don't know. She must have been... I mean, Open All Hours was the 70s, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 20s. She, 20 years earlier than that, she wouldn't have been... She'd have still only... Wasn't the very first episode woman, of Open All Hours, 1975? It certainly was, yeah. Yeah, because the pilot was 73, was it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And they disappear about seven years and come back in about 82 or something. Ah. Uh, uh. Strip snap, anyone? Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, cards at last. Yes, we're just showing that he's a gambling man. With no money, obviously. Right, take off your garters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a cough now as well. Yeah. Perhaps he's allergic to cards. He didn't have no, tuberculosis at all. <laughs> or nicker elastic. <laughs> <coughs> now she's gone. Fancy a bit? <laughs> No, no response. Oh. No, nothing. Couldn't they trust 
Jackie don't say any lines at all, really, because... Well, she had a bad actress mm. or something. Then, or, uh, well, yeah. did she actually appear in anything else other than this? Um, ah, I'm not sure. All we need to be doing is throwing out answers. If people at home have got their quiz questions lined up, so they can... <laughs> <laughs> the person who answers all the questions next week would get a prize. Uh, the answer is yeah. no. No. This no. was it. This was it. Bye, Jiminy. Right, there's a little fact. But then, then that doesn't necessarily say about how good an actress she is, though, because if you want to take that, then Peter Purvis didn't do any acting after this, did no, he? No, he didn't, no. So, That's a good point. as he seemed to very much regret yeah. when we went to see, we saw him do that panel, didn't we, at the uh, yeah. cel- uh, 50th of celebrations. Quick fact, people. Go on. Go. Meanwhile, the Royal Ballet Touring Company was doing a piece called uh, Raymonda Act Free, and tonight's thrilling display featured a Hungarian dance. Oh. That's for you cultured people out there. We haven't done the charts yet, have we? Done the charts. Yeah. The charts, let's do the charts, because it's just, again, not a lot happening. Um, okay, usual, uh, the top ten again. Uh, number ten, Homeward Bound, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, yes. Number nine, Alfie, Silla Black. Number eight, Sound of Silence, The Bachelors. Number seven, hold tight, Dave D. Dozy Beaky McIntyre. Number six, Pie Piper. I'm the Pie Piper, follow me. Crispin St. Peter's. Yeah. Uh, number five, Sloop John B., The Beach Boys. Ah, that's a new entry. Uh, number four, down from number one, actually. You'd have to say you love me, Dusty Springfield. Uh, number three, Bang Bang, Cher. Number two, Daydream, Loving Spoonful. And number one, Pretty Flamingo, Manfred Mann. Oh, yes. Featuring Jack Bruce on bass guitar, of course. Well, that particular time, was it Jack Bruce? Yeah, what was, was it? Yeah, just a short you period. sure? I know he's in for a short period, Very but I didn't know period. if he but was he actually he actually on the recording or he just did it live. When I know, was... he was on the recording. Mm-hmm. Yes. <coughs> I do find this a particularly difficult story to talk about. Mm. I think it's why we've been overloaded on the facts, really, because it's actually quite... done something more interesting than what we're watching. It's just not... It's just actually not got a lot of the Doctor in it, has it? No, like, it even hasn't, the companions. It? It, 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 it's, the, it's the story of the OK Corral, which they're, they're passing through, isn't it? Really, yeah. It really is, as much as any other thing. That's what we got here. Right, you take this gun over to the jailhouse, straight through the window holiday. Jailhouse. Oh, me tractor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about births and deaths on this day? People born and... Go. Oh, God. Right, no one was born on this day, and midwives across the world celebrate <laughs> having a nice day out at the seaside. And also, they were, they were joined by the morticians, as no one died this day either. No, I think this no, day must right. have been pretty, pretty bad for 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 facts because one of the facts I could find on this day is probably the worst, most least interesting fact I ever. Hear it. Oh, go on, go on. Or piece of news rather than fact. Yeah, was on this day the first of three strikes by bank employees in Ireland over a ten-year period begins. The strikes will provide economists with a unique opportunity to study the functioning of a modern economy without access to bank deposits. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> yep, you're right. That was the most boring <laughs> fact we've ever, ever had on this podcast. Absolutely right. <coughs> oh, God. It's just the fact that somebody's there's bothered someone to put at home that going, up on the, on the internet. <laughs> but there's someone at home that go, at last, I've, I've, someone's <laughs> told me what it was. Hey, Phil, <laughs> I wouldn't bank on it. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> you're lucky I can't reach to slap you for that one. <laughs> the way you tell her some that was awful anyway now yet again we just had another rendition of the Battle of the Last Chance Saloon they said it's used to narrate the story oh yes yes I know and it gets even worse later on where it actually describes what you've just watched which we'll come to when it happens but yeah, it would have been so bad if they'd used it to, to fill in the gaps but it doesn't. They didn't. No. no. They, they, they just didn't. Yeah. So, so just in case you're too stupid to understand what's happened, here's what's happened. 
Well, I'm glad they do it then. In that yeah. case. <laughs> it's the only way you followed this one, isn't <laughs> yeah, that's it? Right. <laughs> it's just really weird because this was composed by Tristram Carey. He, he was more renowned for doing more not, of the avant-garde. Not Tristram St. Peter's then. No, no, not, no. It wasn't funny enough. No, Tristram Carey. He was he was sort of um, more experimental BBC Radiophonic Workshops type, sort right. of more sort of noises and not actual instruments as such in his early career. Yeah. This was a complete departure for him, so... <laughs> I see. Is that Johnny Ringo? I think it might be. Yeah. It is. I have a real-life character, apparently. Well, they're all real-life characters, aren't they? Apart from the Doctor. It looks like he's looking at an album sleeve there, though, because there's stuff on the back as well, as if there's a track listing on the back. Johnny Ringo's greatest hits. <laughs> the thing is, back in, 19, back in the 60s, though, it, sort of, it would have had the track list on the back, plus adverts for other albums as well, wouldn't it? Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, that's right. And the Decca label. <laughs> I was going to say that, because I've got a Santana album at home, you know, the uh, vinyl. It's yeah. advertised for loads of other albums as well. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what was he now? Abraxas. Oh. Okay. In this week's Valiant comic, the lo- the last boys in the world, which tells a story of some boys who were the last ones in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I'm glad you cleared that up. I was going to wonder what that story was about. <laughs> Me too. Oh. I remember Valiant when I was a kid as well. He still got one gun, wasn't it? The seventies, wasn't it? Valiant. Oh, it certainly was. Yeah, Warlord, Valiant, and action. Battle Weekly, Battle action. Weekly. Yeah, yeah, action. That's all. Yeah, that's right. Hot Spur. Oh, that was the one. Yeah. Ah. Did you read any gigs earlier, Paul? Which one? Which yes. one? Had a, which was. Yeah. Right, now, hang on. Ah. Where did the rest of these people come from? Why weren't they all drinking in the saloon earlier? That's the point. Where did they come from? Because it was during the day earlier. People, people don't always go to the pub in the daytime. They would come out in the evening. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a good point. What else is there to do? Oh, I'm talking about the gig gigging and things. Um, hmm? I forgot to mention. There was no one hustling. There wasn't... A hustling, bustling streets of uh, Dodge City, was hey, it? There was no one about. Where have they come this from? This may be a forgotten band. Oh, people do come out, though, for a good hanging. I can't, <laughs> I can't have this being a forgotten fact. Hmm? So, Jazzboard. Right. I'll uh, live at the Sunderland Technical College with support from the Five Links. Ah. Good. Oh dear. <laughs> That's just a plea to the scriptwriters. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he got the football results left, and that's it. <laughs> you might as well read them out. Actually, no, it does get a little bit more interesting oh. now, actually, isn't it? Read them out over the credits. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's always interesting. Oh, oh the game's up. The game is up. Uh, So which, which now they talked about the sets not being that wobbly, and but look, I think we're fine. Yep, the whole yep, bar goes. The whole bar moves. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. So who, which, who's the individual we just shot there? Then who was that again? Uh, that would be that the historical character. I dare say. I don't know if it's a historical character. Uh, Seth Harper. Ah, I see. Yeah, I don't know if that was one of the a Clanton gang, gang associate yeah. or. Yeah. Well, you read up on the OK Corral, doesn't... Yeah, time, time, time. You, yeah. you was the one doing the no, background history. Because uh, they were called as something or other cowboys, and apparently that's where cowboys come from, that gang. Because they called themselves. The, the, the outlaw name was Cowboys. Oh, I see. Interesting. <coughs> what... <laughs> Still can't quite forgot why he left the key in the lock for him, but now you see, there's no pitchforks or flaming torches, is there? Angry right villagers is what you want. <laughs> it's interesting to have a lynching in Doctor Who, though, isn't it? He's really. 
Imagine that horse just took a great big dump on the studio floor as well. There's going to sway place. But, but oh. interesting, what's supposed to, what is supposed to be considered a comedic series? We've had people being shot. You've got random Someone about shots. to be yeah, lynched. Been, been Someone few, about to be lynched, yeah. There's been a few deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, football results today. Right, there we go. It was, uh, yes, that's the end of the episode. Stoke City 1, West Ham 0. And uh, Warsaw 1, Millwall 4. Hey! That we've ever actually um, achieved that since that kind of scoreline. Oh. oh dear! Well, that's <laughs> that, 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 that kind that kind of that kind of victory. A, vic- a victory. A victory. That was <laughs> that was our victory. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh dear! Well, that's it, folks. That is um, the end of episode two and the end of this week's podcast because we, we're going to be doing episodes three and four next week. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Yeah, because I'm still for another two now. No, definitely not. No. I'll just spoil the magic. Now we're going, to, we're going to record the next two bloody episodes now and put them out next oh, week. Everyone oh, knows God. That. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, we're going to suffer. But you won't hear this till next week, though. So, so right, that's that then. But I think we just would like to say um, thank you, everybody, for sticking with us over the last four years. Um, it's very much appreciated. Um, can't believe you do actually listen to this, this rubbish, yes. actually. <laughs> if this is anything that. to go by. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh dear. So, um, yeah, so that's it then. So thank you once again. Thank you once again. So uh, until next week, it's goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And goodbye from me, Tony. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.